0: Of my biggest pet peeves are um, scientists who play computer scientist and computer scientists who play scientist. Mm, yes. Like, if you didn't take a multidisciplinary approach to both of those things, um, being a smart person at one of them does not guarantee you <laughs> success or even remotely doing the right thing in the other one. And just a, no. a raw uh, programming knowledge, which is just why I hate computer science in general. Um, Is worthless because you need to know the other thing to be able to apply it well to the other thing.
1: Yeah, but try telling that to somebody with a CS degree. They really feel like they're the kings of the universe and they're gonna come in and fix everything, but actually, what they're gonna do is fuck shit up. I mean, what they're gonna do
0: is uh, just reprogram their mom.
1: Pretty much. I mean, there is that famous joke, and I wish I knew who originated it, that, I mean, basically, all uh, tech innovation is what won't my mother do for me anymore. (laughs) And it's true. And apparently, the latest thing is go to a
0: convenience store. Yeah. So this is uh, yet another segment in uh, our Internet of Shit tangent. (laughs) right um uh, and with that we have some follow-up which is juicero uh the company has folded
1: yeah what a shocker that one is such a compelling product yeah it's a precisely calibrated squeezer <laughs> that only squeezes specific things mind you not a general specific purpose things squeezer. That
0: quickly yeah right uh so this gets <laughs> us to our next uh VC-backed nonsense, which I'm sure you've seen, and which you alluded to, is uh, a company calling itself Bodega, which aims to obsolete your beloved corner Bodega.
1: I wish I had... Well, actually, I kind of do have one of those, in a sense. I mean, I don't live in New York City, but we do have, like, a... There's, like, a convenience store around the corner because I live right near a hospital, and I think it serves, like, people at the hospital who are desperate for food that's slightly less shitty than hospital food. Yeah, Yeah, so around
0: where I work, there's a lot of delicatessens that have just a huge convenience store attached to them as well, where it's hard to, like, declare which one of those things it really is. (laughs) Um, yeah. But you certainly won't get a handmade sandwich uh, out of uh, this uh, company. Uh, no. So uh, would, would you like to describe exactly what their pitch is? It's a vending machine. It's a fucking vending
1: machine. <laughs> and it is the most complicated vending machine of all time. So, it's like, how can we take vending machines and fuck it up with our programming?
0: First, make it require an internet connection and a camera. Right. Uh, so i mean everything about this is stupid um and we'll start with the funny stuff before we get to the cultural appropriation um right uh, which is just how stupidly complicated it is that the vending machine actually isn't engineered at all it's a box with glass doors on it like the old tv cabinets (laughs) (laughs) um and you just take uh what you want from it and then, you know, surely an inexpensive, scales perfectly well server backend will, based on a camera feed, figure out who you are and what you took and charge based on that.
1: What could possibly go wrong? Now,
0: I mean, to be fair, those little coil thingies in like the candy bar machines do have a pretty high failure rate, but I would love to know their failure rate compared to the AI that's supposed to be powering this.
1: Yeah, and also that's once you've got all of this shit into your fancy vending machines. There's a really long Twitter thread about how actually really complicated it is to keep vending machines stocked, which is why there's really only like which is, three things in any vending machine. And which
0: is also why they are suspiciously filled with Frito-Lay products that are placed next to a Pepsi machine. Right. Because as I mean, it's, they're the same company, so it's they already have all the logistics figured out. and.
1: Yeah, by the way, that's the hard part, programmers. I know you think that you're really smart and good at everything, but you are not qualified to run a logistics company, which is what you're setting yourselves up with here. Yeah. Your main, the biggest cost center in your business, well, your servers are going to be considerable, but moving stuff around is going to be way more challenging than you think.
0: Yeah, like Pepsi is not a soda company or a rather Pepsi, Frito-Lay, KFC, Taco Bell, is not right. a soda chicken pizza company. <laughs> um, it's a logistics <laughs> company because, you know, the Pepsi is bottled like somewhere near Atlanta and it gets all around the country and any real bodega you go into has a reasonably fresh one in it. Um. So that's like, like, this is what I don't understand about like VCs these days uh, is that, they're always funding these horrible ideas that have like such an, a huge physical cost to them, like manufacturing something or transporting a hell of a lot of something. And it's like if you like you need to be making your money back on that step immediately, like your VC money can't be going towards that. Otherwise, it just never has a chance of succeeding at all.
1: It is really weird that they they end up funding these. I mean, it doesn't it seem must... like
0: something like a Facebook that would be even able to run away because it has real-world scale problems.
1: Yeah. I don't know, maybe they expect to magically disrupt that as well. But it's not it's not really possible. I don't know. I can only conclude that the founders of these ridiculous nonsense VC uh what I don't know, hope VC hopeful yeah, <laughs> companies are like the whitest bros who other white bros think are just like them and they're like cool dudes who are successful. So, obviously, these dudes who are just like them are destined for success. Look at them, look at how white and bro they are. Yeah. And that brings it's us like a... to the
0: cultural appropriation. So, of course, these are two white guys um, ex <laughs> Googlers and mm. Googlers. I hate that word. I know right,
1: it's also, BPM like culting. i there are very few, so if you're a white guy and you worked at Google, I'm sorry, but I now am suspicious of you. yeah, right, not <laughs> Nothing all has gotten right recently <laughs> If you're a woman or a person of color or a woman of color in particular, like I think you're probably awesome, but if you're a white guy from Google, like that's a black mark. yeah, in it my has book. stink
0: now. You have to prove yourself
1: right. not shitty,
0: which is you know, like what women in tech have to do all the time, so.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah Uh, the shoe is not not exactly on the other foot now (laughs) because i my poor opinion is really not worth that much yeah (laughs) um so all all, all
0: criticisms and accusations that we're throwing at the uh, founders um deserves to be thrown at uh the funders as well um Because, you know, they implicitly endorse by throwing money at something. Right. Um, And that criticism, of course, is, well, actually, it's a lot. Um, So by choosing to use the word bodega and by appropriating the beloved bodega cats as their logo, they are, you know, specifically talking about bodegas and not about just convenience stores in general.
1: Right. They're not calling it eight twelve.
0: Yeah. So they're not saying, you know, oh, you know, this is targeted at introverts who don't want to talk to people. What they're really saying is this is targeted at people, uh, white people who don't want to talk to brown people when they want to go buy their chips or Pepsi or detergent or whatever they're putting in these. Um,
1: Yeah. It's pretty shitty. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's really, it's really just, it's really pretty shitty. I mean, I hate all other humans as much as the next guy, but, like, there's, it's just so icky to specifically target what are generally minority-owned businesses this way. Yeah. Like, explicitly target them in the name of your stupid company.
0: Yeah. Like, there's also, like, the stink of, you know, gentrification to this as well.
1: Right. They're gentrifying vending machines. Right, because...
0: uh, if their goal is for you know these immigrant owned bodegas to shut down then presumably something upscale and white will go in their place and maybe another fucking starbucks yeah and or well no something much fancier and ex- more oh, expensive. like a blue bottle yeah. or something or didn't they they just got bought by someone so they don't, they're they're not cool or, yeah
1: lee i want to say yes. i don't know so
0: they were instantly not cool um, when that was announced
1: yeah whatever the next big thing yeah. is there are several there's a big thing in atlanta now that bought a beloved atlanta coffee chain but i don't remember because i don't give a fuck i get my coffee from the dunkin donuts like a blue collar american <laughs> that i am not <laughs> but it's good coffee they they use light cream. We we discussed this in a previous episode. That's what makes it so good. Is it's even fattier than half and half. Anyway, <laughs> who even knows what uh, I mean? So so that's one thing that these vending machines aren't going to be able to stock is dairy. I mean that comes up.
0: Yeah, or the half of your breakfast that is made fresh for you every morning.
1: Right. I don't know like I really don't like people but I really did like going to the deli that was right near my office in the morning to get a bagel and it was great and they toasted it for me and they would put the cream cheese on for me like that's an amount of human interaction that I can deal with this whole sterile little mid-century modern cabinet with laundry detergent and whatever the fuck in it is like not super appealing they're not going to be able to stock that many things. And they think that they're going to figure out what people want based on algorithms. But So what's the data collection phase of that algorithm going to be like? You just put random shit in it and see what people buy the most? Right, it's it's not
0: like Amazon where you're starting with, you know, (laughs) the library of every product ever. (laughs) And you've been mining that data for decades. You know, they have to start from scratch or either just like... I don't know, like scrape Amazon's physical uh button offerings. I
1: don't like, know. Maybe like, do they the... just put in
0: there what they have dash buttons for.
1: They have dash buttons for damn near
0: everything. Yeah. But you know what also works better than this stupid thing is the dash buttons. Yeah. <laughs> like if you that's really true, don't want to talk to someone, then just get yourself the <laughs> dash button for, you know, your detergent and it'll show up on your door. Uh, doorstep from a logistics company that's already been figured out right
1: and a lot of places have prime now well big places obviously not where i fucking live no
0: but but... (laughs) where they would put these things like san francisco
1: right prime now is already a thing and it works great and you get your stuff in an hour and you barely have to talk to anybody in fact, you don't really have to talk to the person. You can just grunt at them when you accept your thing. I mean, I was in Atlanta, so I always said thank you because there was a whole politeness kind of expectation going on. Ah, uh, yes, the South. <laughs> right. I bet that's not the case in other places. Like, I bet people prime nowing in New York City don't, like, have a whole conversation with the delivery person.
0: Yeah. If the delivery person even has time to do anything other than buzz and leave it
1: right that's true and and you and the other nice thing about prime now is that you tip a delivery person so like it's a crappy job driving around and giving rich white people shit that they ordered because they (laughs) needed it right then off the internet but uh (laughs) at least they're making some amount of money and i think amazon's benefits are pretty okay even for their shitty jobs so they've got that going for them in this case they're trying to eliminate jobs that are held principally by people of color that provide them some kind of liming, living and replace them with, with fancy vending machines with cameras and shit in them. You know, if I were like a person who lived in New York City, if somebody replaced like my local bodega with this shitty vending machine bullshit, I would probably put on a face mask, break that fucking glass and clean it out and give all the shit to homeless people. Like... I'm not saying that, that that kind of vandalism is uh, something that anybody should do, but I'm also not saying I would necessarily condemn anybody who did that, providing there's the whole give it to the homeless kind of deal, because I think, you know.
0: Well, as long as everyone in that chain and whatever amount of skin you expose is white, the news will report it uh, on as you finding things to give to the homeless.
1: Right. Or it'll be like not, a prank. Not looting at all. Yeah. It'll be a hilarious prank played by some white person. that's true make sure make sure a that you're white or white passing, and that that is obvious,
0: yeah, and of course, we're alluding to just all the the tweets of side by side news articles of uh hurricane victims being right. labeled as you know either finding supplies or looting based obviously on their skin
1: right white people are hunter-gatherers right. and, and people of color are horrible criminals stealing things, how dare they I just I don't really have a, that big a problem with people taking food in the aftermath of a hurricane I mean, their terminals aren't up so they couldn't sell you the food if they wanted to it's gonna go bad and like presumably insurance covers that sort of thing
0: it already covered it it covered it when the hurricane hit it doesn't matter what's stolen it was gonna get thrown out
1: so if people are hungry and they want to grab some food from a store that's been mostly flooded like i don't have that big a problem with that yeah i
0: mean like it's walking dead shit down there like a a flooded city is is not (laughs) it seems like an appropriate action yeah i mean
1: what what are they supposed to do take Get a crossbow and shoot some squirrels. I I also approve of that action, by the way. Yes,
0: you've had some very bad squirrels.
1: Squirrels, they're so bad. I was explaining to my husband's grandmother about how the squirrels are here. They're just terrible, and they're so big and fat.
0: Yeah. All the garbage. I I (laughs) wouldn't eat domestic squirrel because it's probably full of, like, plastic and junk.
1: (laughs) Trans fats. Yeah. Our squirrels squirrels are full of trans fats. Um, Yeah. I don't know it's this ugh, it's so disgusting though not just the squirrels but this bodega thing
0: to bring it back around yeah um it's it's objectionable in every way yeah and it's been dragged through the mud by the mainstream media which is good
1: rightly so because
0: when you do I, something stupid like this you deserve to be called on your bullshit right. repeatedly
1: you get a dragging and 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 if it's not bad enough that they're trying to put no this is going to be a really terrible shitty insensitive joke so i'm not going to make it but they're also there's no way for them to have bodega cats in their bodega machines. That would just be cruel. And it would be depriving people of cats.
0: Yeah, and bodega cats are like just a wonderful phenomenon. I mean, I absolutely love whenever I get to meet a cat that's an employee.
1: Yeah, they're really the best kind. There are very few of those around here, at least that I get to see. I don't know, I probably don't go to enough small businesses because, again, the only small business near me is like a gas it's not a gas station it's a convenience it's a gas station convenience store without the gas station and they don't have a bodega cat but they should they really should (laughs) they honestly could probably use one I mean I'm just judging based on the general air of cleanliness in the store
0: yeah I mean (laughs) the thing about employee cats is that they are really employees because like you won't have a pest problem if you have a cat like at all certainly
1: not as bad a one yeah. like they're they're probably like one or two really brave mice every once in a while but in general mice are pretty scared of cats because of the whole they can kill us thing yeah putting cats out of business too yeah how dare they it's terrible <laughs> it's just terrible all around yeah. it's, it's like taking a sort of i don't know bodegas are kind of charming like they're not charming in the same way that like tree-lined streets and whatever and 19th century buildings in the beau art style that I prefer are charming but it's like a it's an interesting facet of city life that I think is worth preserving not least because that's how some people make their living
0: yeah and uh last but not least um so bodegas are like A perfect example of supply and demand capitalism because they are using the combination of their location and convenience and what they stock to price things a little higher than what they're worth. And it's, you know, just a beautiful example of supply and demand working as it's intended without gouging. But venture capital by contrast, is people who are already rich deciding what the market needs and not letting the market figure it out for itself. And the market has decided that bodegas are useful.
1: Yeah. It's computer science vending machines. That doesn't need to be a thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, there's this whole hashtag going on right now that I participated in, because I'm a shameless me tour. Um unqualified for tech which is all of us who ended up in tech with our liberal arts degrees i feel like there's kind of another side of the coin where these people are unqualified for not tech yep and they (laughs) they try to like apply technology to all of these solved problems that don't need a different solution like with this whole vending machines thing like, there is a solution for that. It's little stores and it's literal vending machines. It works fine, but no, they're going to throw up millions and millions, like, ridiculous amounts of money at this absurd business, and I don't foresee a bright future for it. I mean, I don't know, but I wouldn't be investing my money.
0: Yeah, that is a good point. It is, like, computer science people just failing at the, like, like, generally, like, being a person right because obviously they know that bodegas exist to seal their name